The 50 Biggest Crypto Stories of 2022. This is the CMC 50 with Connor and Molly Jane. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the CMC 50 with Connor and Molly Jane. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been counting down the 50 biggest crypto stories of 2022. And now we're at number one. When we first dreamed up this idea, we had no clue there would be one story that would blow it all out of the water, did we? We did not. We had absolutely no idea. So drumroll, please. This is the number one biggest crypto story of 2022. One, the collapse of FTX. That's right. It's the shocking collapse of FTX and Alameda Research. Sam Bankman-Fried went from being a crypto hero to a crypto villain overnight. Molly Jane, overall, what's your reaction to this story? Was this collapse inevitable in hindsight or have there been developments that have truly surprised you? There have been a lot of things that have surprised me because I thought that Sam Bakeman fried was a good guy or rather a good businessman. Mm. I thought FTX had been doing some really interesting things. But it turned out that I just I was just dazzled by the sponsorships and the celebrities. Truly, I was dazzled. I like yeah. Larry David. I thought it was funny. I thought his Super Bowl ad was funny. So I yeah, I can't say that I had any sort of insight or good perspective. I just sort of believed along with everyone else. Yeah. Now. In this episode, we're not going to go over the entire scandal again. That's because we did a lot of this back in November. We did a special episode back then, which kind of covered a lot of the ground. But we are going to look at how things have changed over the past couple of weeks, because there's been some pretty significant developments while our normal news shows have been off the air. And first things first, Molly Jane, Sam Bankman-Fried has now been extradited to the US. He has. That was, we thought that would take a while, but he decided not to fight an extradition request, probably because of the conditions at the prison in the Bahamas. And he is now in the US under house arrest. Yes. Now, Fox Hill is the only prison in the Bahamas. Reports have suggested that the prison is overcrowded and sanitary and lacks adequate food and medical care. He had initially suggested that he was going to fight extradition, which would have meant that he would have been in this prison in the Bahamas until February at the earliest. But now, apparently, he has a desire to make customers whole and wants to fly over to help help people out, doesn't he? Well, he's always said he wants to make customers whole. He's mm. constantly said that on Twitter, in his many interviews, on Twitter spaces, just, you know. Yes. So, Sam Batman fried lands in New York. He did get bail, and he was released on a whopping $250 million bond. Molly Jane, he said recently he's only got $100,000 to his name, so how can he afford this? Very good question. He did not need to put up $250 million. It is, that is the sum that his parents who put up their house, which is worth $4 million in Palo Alto as collateral will pay if he doesn't comply yes. with the rules of house arrest and court appearances. There also, I think, are four other individuals that contributed something like $21 million to put down. But no, you do not have to put down $250 million in bail if your bail is set at $250 million, as confusing as that is. Yes, I, exactly. And ultimately, to boil it down, all of this means that if he flees, the parents would be the one picking up the bill. 
And it isn't necessarily even the case that they've got $250 million in total in net worth, but that's 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 what's at stake here. Now, he's surrendered his passport, and he's going to remain confined, as you say, at his parents' home in California. How, how do you think FTX customers feel about that? Not good. <laughs> no. I mean, pictures emerged of him in a business class lounge with access to a laptop and a mobile phone. You know, does all of this seem fair? What is fair, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem fair. I bet FTX customers are incredibly upset to see him. Also, you know, those photos of him leaving the courthouse where he just looked weirdly so good. <laughs> like, it looks like he's thriving. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he was in that business class lounge, I mean, he, he didn't look like a man facing criminal charges and potentially decades in prison. I mean, I did find it interesting, though, when he was on his flight, that he was wearing a beanie to try and hide his hair. Because that's like a dead giveaway that he's SBF. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. So we know now who the judge will be in the Sam Bankman-Free trial. (gasps) Do we? I don't know. So this (laughs) is Lewis A. Kaplan. He's previously overseen cases linked to Donald Trump and Prince Andrew. And he's also done a crypto case before, actually. He sentenced a man from Texas to 18 months in jail for Bitcoin securities fraud. But there was a fly in the ointment here, Molly Jane, because the original judge who was assigned Sam Bankman-Fried's case, that's Ronnie Abrams, she had to recuse herself because her husband was a partner in a law firm that advised FTX And there was no suggestion of a conflict of interest with what's going on now. But it doesn't help the image that Sam Bankman-Fried is someone with so many contacts in high places, does it? Yeah. So many connections. Well, FTX customers might be waiting a while for a trial to begin. It may only take place a year from now. And that's not the only big development that's happened over the past few weeks, because Alameda Research CEO Carolyn Ellison and FTX co-founder Gary Wang have also entered into plea deals. They've both pleaded guilty to federal charges and are now cooperating with the Southern District of New York. Is it just me? Or is it fairly interesting that news of these plea deals was kept under wraps until SBF was on a plane? So I had heard about them Mm. through Twitter, yeah, through hearsay, because there were photos of Carolyn getting coffee in a place in New York that was near the district court, et cetera, et cetera. So I had already, I thought this was coming. Oh, okay. I thought this was coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ellison didn't pull any punches when she appeared in court. She said she and Sam Bankman-Fried knew they were... knew they were misleading lenders about how much Alameda was borrowing from FTX. And she also said false financial statements were created to conceal how much Alameda was borrowing. Gary Wang said he was told to make software changes to FTX's code so Alameda Research would get special privileges too. He's admitted he knew this was wrong. How significant is it that Carolyn Ellison and Gary Wang have reached plea deals? What does this mean for SBF? It could mean he would face more jail time. I read that, you know, Ellison and Wang's combined jail time is like, you know, over 150 years or something. That's right. So Carolyn Ellison could potentially face 110 years in prison. That's the maximum sentence 
she could get for the counts against her if convicted. Gary Wang, I believe, is facing 50 years. Something like that. Mm. But the expectation is that since they have taken plea deals, they will get a significantly reduced sentence. Yes. I just, I think if that is the measurement of the counts against them, I imagine that Sam's counts could be higher, equal to or higher. However, if Sam's family has enough money behind them, you can really use the court system to appeal and appeal and petition and petition and just get stuff down. It's Mm -hmm. just, that's just what happens. Now, all of this comes as FTX customers are attempting to ensure they get top priority when it comes to getting their money back from the bankruptcy. A class action lawsuit's been filed in Delaware. Do you think they have any chance of being put first in line ahead of other creditors? I don't think so. No, neither do I. It's a real shame. Um, <laughs> but on that, along that, along those lines, though, is there any chance of them getting some of their funds back in 2023? maybe i don't know i just i feel like if ftx had a good accounting system that made it clear who was owed what yes but from what we understand the new ceo doesn't even know who the employees are so really because i remember him saying that they were using quickbooks and that not being suitable for a multi-billion dollar company i just remember him saying that he's not sure I'm pretty sure it was something like they're not sure how many people are working there and what their roles are and what they are owed. Yeah, I mean, there's just been appalling record keeping, hasn't there? And it's just, there was one senator when John Ray appeared before the House Financial Services Committee who suggested that it could be like years and years and years, like 10 years before he unravels this mess. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be sad for the FTX clients, customers, but I wouldn't be surprised. Have you got any other predictions for how all of this will unfold in 2023? I unfortunately think that other companies that we don't even know about that had too much exposure to Luna and then to FTX could fall. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily mean big companies. I think we've sort of seen those happen now. You know, there's the issues with BlockFi, um, you know, Voyager. Yeah. I think what could happen is that maybe there are some smaller projects that had their treasury on FTX. Yeah. And now we'll never get to know what they could have built. Um, And there are so many companies, aren't there, with funds locked up in FTX. Some of the creditors are owed eye-watering amounts of money. This is the 245 million number. (laughs) Which no one will remember because that was in a different episode. (laughs) Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So last time we were trying to figure out who the biggest um, creditor to Celsius Network was and Molly Jane said over 200 million and that was actually FTX Um, and we now know that um, someone in FTX is owed 226 million dollars. Now we don't actually know their identity, the court filings actually keep it obscured but their name apparently is on file. That's a lot of money to lose. And especially because we've now seen that a lot of exchanges sometimes keep their money on other exchanges. I just hope it wasn't a really important part of some exchanges treasury, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it may very well be. I just don't understand why a crypto project would keep their treasury on a different um, trading platform. It just eludes me. I know. I Yes. Any other wild predictions for how all of this will unfold in 2023? 
Isn't there one FTX employee that still hasn't been charged yet or found? Well, the US attorney, Damien Williams, who's responsible for overseeing this case in New York, when Carolyn Ellison and Gary Wang um, reached their plea deals, he repeated his warning that, listen, there are going to be more arrests. And if you worked for FTX or you were involved in what was going on at Alameda Research, contact us before we contact you, was his message. So there will be more. I'm very sure of that. Okay, I see. Yes. So I guess my prediction then is that more people will come forward. (laughs) I mean, it's not a wild prediction, but it's probably a predictable prediction. Last question then. Since FTX's implosion began, you've predicted Sam Bankman-Fried might not end up in jail. Do you still think that this is the case? Well, he already did. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, like, wrong. with a with a you know a custodial sentence. You know what I mean? I think it might end up being something like ten years, and you serve three, and then you but you actually get out in two. For good time, good behavior. That's what I think is going to happen. It's going to be some sort of like long sentence that ends up, he ends up being behind bars, but sort of like a Martha Stewart sort of deal. Okay. All right. So I'm now just thinking about Elizabeth Holmes. Different industry, but, you know, there were some, some kind of similarities perhaps you know, a stunning rise, a crushing fall. And she got 11.25 years after being found guilty of fraud and conspiracy. So she'll probably serve like five or six then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how your judicial system works and how long you end up spending in prison if you get a sentence like that. Usually like 50% of the time. If yeah, you're a non-violent it's the same offender. in the UK. Yeah, yeah. and Sam Bamford-Fried is um, a non-violent. He's a non-violent offender. Yeah. And also, we have to say allegedly, he has not actually been convicted of any crime. This no, of course not. Allegedly. Exactly. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, and we can add those in as necessary in the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's going to be something that we're going to be talking about a lot next year, Molly Jane, don't you? I mean, I, I, I hope not, but like probably. <laughs> yes, almost certainly. It's definitely going to be in the top 10 stories of the next CMC 15 <laughs> the year from now. Okay, maybe just like one last little prediction question. What do you think will be the top story of 2023 if we do this again? Mm, I think we will see another major business go under. In oh, the so you're league, gonna, you're, in the like leagues, a negative. In the leagues. Oh, oh, sorry. Am I only meant to do shiny happy predictions? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think we will see some major companies not go under. Happy? I think we're going to see the development of a new cryptocurrency-related technology that is going to wow the world. Okay. <laughs> like a decentralized social network or something. Oh, uh, that's, that's never going to work. Decentralized social networks are a load of tosh. Oh, absolute nonsense. <laughs> Well, should we end on a happy note or are you going to talk about like dead hamsters or something? What about decentralized hamsters? Yes, um, they are decentralized. Um, Crumpet has his own node. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, 
That is the final episode of the CMC 50. If you haven't already, please do listen to the past episodes where we've counted down the other 49 biggest stories of 2022. Molly Jane, it's been fun. It has been a pleasure. It's been a delight. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast this year. And we will be continuing to bring you all of the latest crypto news in 2023. We'll be back to normal on January the 3rd. But until then, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> That's how you sound literally every time. No, it isn't. That's, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.